listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John, and I am, as always, joined by Tiny. Hello. And we are here today to brighten your lives uh, once again for the almost 220-something time. How many episodes do we have? 151. No. All right, I overshot that just a little bit. We're right around 150. Okay, I overshot it just a little bit. Uh, We're a little bit farther ahead. Um, So uh, how was your week this week, Tiny? You know, not a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, such a boring week. <laughs> really? Nothing is. happened. Nothing in the news no. at all. Yeah. No. No, so I had a birthday. Happy birthday. People forget. I had a birthday. I'm 44 years old. Yesterday was my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, too. Congratulations. Yeah. So uh, that was quite the accomplishment for them. And we threw them a very small party. We'd like to throw them a nice, bigger thing once people are kind of back to a little more normal <laughs> right. life. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I've heard... If we get a new president, he's got a plan, and we're going to fix everything. Now, I don't think he's ever told what his plan is, but he's got a plan. So well, now, I like the old president who said everything was fine. You well, know? you know, uh, one of the beautiful things I think that people forget is back early on, we talked about it on this show, uh, Biden said he was going to cure cancer. Yes, I haven't forgotten right. it. I, no, I haven't about either. That. Yes. I was telling Deidre, I was like, looks like you're going to be out of a job because you are still <laughs> at the cancer center. So, which is fine. She was like, that would be great if we could do that. That would be like the most John thing yeah. ever to hope we don't cure cancer <laughs> so, so your I'm, wife keeps a job. I'm in bed with Big Pharma. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've been going through like all my old early 2000s CD collection recently and oh, listening yeah. to a bunch of like new metal that everyone makes fun of now but okay. i still love it yeah and uh i come across you a little theme song check this out okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> who is that I-, I remember the song drowning pool drowning pool yes yeah that's you know what a horrible name for a band. <laughs> you know, yeah, think about it. Yeah. Drowning pool that make you want to pull the door of the bar and go see them play or right. something. Okay. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't care about anybody but me. That's long <laughs> since established on this podcast. <laughs> that I'm a horrible human being. Yes. I readily admit that. So, um, but we better talk about some odd news. We yes. uh we got a deadline today that we have to finish by so we can get this thing validated and turned in so our episode could be challenged by the Supreme challenged up to the Supreme Court. Time so. is never on our side. That's right. Never. Never. Which we hey, have so much time and so little to do. Wait, reverse it. I, I would just like to say I don't want to get all deep into the election. But Alabama's we're usually pretty low when to talk about math scores right. <laughs> amongst the nation, but we counted our votes really fast. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of states that think they're better than us having a lot more trouble. Okay. Well, if you listen to Doug Jones, it was because of all that voter fraud <laughs> and all those that's all right. those Doug Jones votes that weren't getting counted. Those Doug Jones votes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Old Dougie, buddy, he he got it. I mean, Terrible put the whoop on him. He had to know it was coming, though, yeah. right? I mean, well, you know, the, he had like, I don't remember what they said. It was something like almost $300 million of money mm-hmm. poured into his campaign from out of state. And well, tough. yeah, because it because it looks like uh, it looks like the Democrats are not going to re- retain control, or they're not going to gain control right. of yeah. the Senate, yeah. which basically makes Joe Biden a lame duck <laughs> from the get. Yeah. Well, as I've always said, gridlock's better for everybody. <laughs> yes. But, uh. But yeah, so Tubbs just basically danced on his grave and was like, guess everybody wasted all their money, you know, <laughs> which was which was cold-blooded, which I don't like Tommy Turbo. I've been going on record right yeah. now. I don't like Tommy Turbo. I don't like Tommy Turbo because he beat Alabama six times in a <laughs> row. I have no idea about any of his politics, <laughs> yeah. but I, don't, I do not like Tommy Turbo. Yeah. So, yeah. Same here. Yeah. I just want. I just wanted to get out in front of that. But I mean, down here in Alabama, all he had to do was put an R. Sure, <laughs> his name. I feel like I could have beat Doug Jones. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? With people pulling skeletons out of my closet <laughs> left and right, <laughs> I could have beat Doug Jones. And like the Alabama press is like, yeah, uh, we're going to flag this tweet. This is <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
Well, let's talk about how horrible Roy Moore is to lose to Doug Jones to begin with. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that was real bad. Uh, yeah, kudos to Alabama for not electing Roy Moore and then kicking Doug Jones out of office. We're like, mm-hmm. hey, well, don't don't let your seat get too warm because we're gonna get you out don't of here. Don't get comfortable. Yeah, don't get comfortable. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go ahead and start hanging pictures on the wall in your office. <laughs> All right, that's enough election talk. Let's talk about. What we're here for, what our listeners are here for, uh-huh. odd news. I got a lot of good stories. In fact, I have so many, I don't even know which ones I'm going to talk about yet. Okay. So what about you? I know you had a ton, too. <laughs> so maybe we just need to go in it blind. Don't give any preview to anybody. Let's get, like you said, let's get away from all this election talk and okay. let's talk about odd news sure. about the election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kanye West, who was my candidate. Oh, yeah. I'm not... Tiny was all in I'm for Kanye. I'm not ashamed to tell anybody yeah. that's who I wrote in. Well, I can't past wait... This past Tuesday. I can't wait until whoever whoever ends up winning. Now, it looks like it's going to be Biden as we sit here today for Kanye to jump on stage and grab the mic out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> go, hey, I'm sorry. I ran the greatest campaign of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he concedes his election defeat. Oh. He gave a one-word concession speech. At this tense morning hour on Wednesday, November 4th, 2020, there are still a lot of major unknowns in the U.S. presidential race. This article's kind of dated. Yeah, a couple days old. Yeah, but anyway, uh, one thing is certain, Kanye West did not win. The troubled hip-hop mogul's White House quest came to an abrupt end after he reportedly failed to garner even 0.5% of Mm, the vote in any state. Stuff he he lost to the libertarians. That's how that's how bad it was. Yeah, uh, West can which I mean the libertarians they are on the ballot in sure. all fifty states. Yeah. and he was on the ballot in what was what? it like ten maybe maybe sixteen states yeah. not many. Yeah, no, he wasn't on the ballot in Alabama. No, I right. had to write him in anyway. He conceded defeat early Wednesday with perhaps the shortest concession speech ever, tweeting an image of an electoral map along with just one word. Well, (laughs) (laughs) see, I think Kanye's a lot more self-aware than people give him trouble Mm -hmm. or give him credit for. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, He then deleted the image, but he reposted the image with just 2024. So it sounds like he's, yeah, yeah, he's going to come back. Uh, Well, you can't expect a like super rich, you know, Hollywood type to just win the presidency on his first try. That never happens, right? That never, ever happens. You got to build support and all that. Yeah. Especially when you got like the media against you. Yeah, and a whole like political machine from another Mm parties against you. Yeah, and even your own party against you. Yeah, Kanye's he's building for the future here. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, it just goes on and on. But, you know, he didn't really try to start getting, well, I don't know if he was ever that serious about running for president, but it was July 4th Yeah, before he started, you know, he it hired a team and started trying to get on ballots and stuff. Right. So you can't yeah. you can't expect to win. I did see he got like 10,000 votes in Tennessee. I think that was a state that he, he carried the most votes in. Nice. Yeah. Huh. So proud of our brothers and sisters in Tennessee. <laughs> <clears throat> we complain about a two-party system, and then Kanye gets on the ballot, and everybody makes fun of him. Yeah, I feel that's very unfair to him. I remember, was what's her name? Joe Jorgensen mm-hmm. for the Libertarian yeah. Party. She tweeted out back, I think, uh, Nickelodeon. They have like a kid's thing. Yeah, kid's about choice. The, kid's choice, yeah. And they, they didn't even mention the Libertarian Party. She was mad. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, thanks for helping to indoctrinate future generations of Americans. That there's only two parties in this nation. I might. I just will say this, and I don't want to hurt your feelings or anybody's feelings, Tiny, but I might could get on board with the Libertarians if they weren't so insufferable. You know? <laughs> it's like stuff like that. Like anything you bring up, yeah. they just have to throw it in there, too. <laughs> right. You know? Of course, and, and libertarians, you know, they pretty much, I don't want to pay for my own roads and everything else. So, yeah. Good have for, you driven down the roads lately? Yeah, I have. You're I not have. that great. No, but can you imagine if I charge you 35 cents to drive in front of my house so I can maintain it because the government's <laughs> not doing it? How horrible that would be, right? I'm just going to get a four-wheel drive <laughs> and go where I want to yeah. go. <laughs> I got you. Well, um, I hate it for Kanye. I really feel like... Uh, I saw he got a hologram of Kim Kardashian's dad for her birthday or something. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, he died. Yeah. He responsible for OJ getting off, partly responsible. <laughs> partly responsible. Let's yeah. not lay it all at the <laughs> no, seat. No, no. <laughs> and OJ was proven innocent, by the way. I say gotten off, but but he was found innocent in a court of law. Mm-hmm. 
So, of course, that means our courts are great, of course. So we know that's 100% true. He did not murder his ex-wife and her boyfriend. So, uh, yeah, which I thought was kind of a neato present. I don't know that I would enjoy getting that if I was her. But Kanye, when you got billions of dollars, I guess you can do stuff like that. But then I want to—I think it was Chris. He posted in our Discord server her tweet. Yeah, like she tweeted a picture of uh, Biden and Harris like standing yeah. up, right? Like, do, like during their uh, yeah. What is they didn't technically? They're projected well, to win. Yeah, they're projected to win. Right. They're probably going to win. Yes, and it's it's all but sure. Yeah, it looks thing like at it. this point. Yeah, but she tweeted out a picture of them standing up at one of their speeches. <laughs> right. I'm just like, if you're Kanye, you're like, come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's your wife. Do you, yeah. Did you not vote for me? <laughs> did you forget I was on the ballot? I bet you uh, she was. Uh, he was like looking over his shoulder when she voted. I guarantee <laughs> you. I would. You know. Yeah. I'd be like, you better vote for me. <laughs> I would just uh, from the outset. I would just know that Tara's not going to vote for me, <laughs> and I would do everything I could to keep any media yeah. from getting like a microphone in front of her. Asking her how she feels about it. How uh how was voting at your polling location? Like, did you have to wait a long time to vote? It took me about an hour to go through the okay. line, but I mean, it it wasn't terrible. Yeah, that's I, I expected it to be way, especially when we where my <laughs> polling location is at. It was like a line around the block, yeah. and I figured I was going to be there forever. But they got us through the line pretty quick. Yeah, so. and we, mine too. I know Deidre waited like about an hour, and I waited a little over an hour. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was just. That's the price of democracy. Like I said, we need to re- we need to work on our voting. <laughs> uh, four years from now, I'm going to vote for whichever candidate says we're going to move to voting online. Sure, yeah, right. Or just a better <laughs> way. Or why can't we keep the polls open more than one day? I don't understand yeah, that's that. That's a good point, yeah. I mean, I get that somebody could get back in line and vote every day or whatever. Well, if you have, and I know this varies by state, but if you have to have like a ID, yeah. then I don't see how... But let's go American Idol style, and every phone number gets five votes. <laughs> you know, and let's just roll that way. And you can call as many times as you want. Yeah, right. Let's just do it that way for an hour. You know, <laughs> everybody go at one time. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on here. This comes from the New Hampshire Union Leader, and the headline reads: "Woman accused of impersonating a prosecutor, and she dropped criminal charges against herself." <laughs> Now, see, why didn't I vote for that lady? <laughs> this, like, look at her mugshot, by the way. This, that's oh, a lady. Yeah. She's got plans. <laughs> She's going places in life, you know? Okay, a Littleton woman allegedly impersonated a Hillsborough County prosecutor when she filed bogus documents with court officials declaring that the drug possession and stalking case against her had been dropped. Lisa Landon, who's 33, faces one charge of false personation and six charges of falsifying physical evidence, according to the Hillsbury County Grand Jury indictments that were handed down earlier this month. They allege that Landon submitted the fake documents in three different court cases last November and December. In several instances, instances, she used the New Hampshire court system's electronic system to file documents. So she's e-filing documents. Uh, and like, I can't be bothered to go down to the courthouse and do this in person. They'll know. Well, then they'll know. Right. So <laughs> yes. I'm just going to hack into the court system's e-file thing and send it that way. Uh, in November, Hillsbury County, Hillsborough County prosecutors became suspicious when they heard from a state forensic examiner who had been scheduled to perform a competency evaluation on Landon. And the examiner saw a notice in Landon's court file that prosecutors had dropped the charges and uh, he wanted to know if the examination should still go forward. So the file purported to contain a drop the charges, a Noel Prosecu... I mean, I'm not a lawyer, I, or uh, do I even know Latin? Uh, I'm sure my friend Thomas, who's a lawyer that listens to the show, knows exactly what I'm talking about. A drop the charges petition filed by Assistant County Attorney Patrice Cassian, but it quickly became evident to the state that the document as well as other documents in the file had been filed fraudulently, wrote Superior Court Judge David Anderson in the ruling. So this lady just took matters into her own hand. <laughs> yes. This is American ingenuity, really, <laughs> really is what it is. is. And if you can't defend yourself, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I guess she was pretending to be a prosecutor, which is a little different. 
But I, I, I'm all for this. What's the saying? Modern problems require modern exactly. solutions. There we go. <laughs> I mean, but the, like her mug shot. Everybody check the show notes. You see her mug shot. Not an attractive lady, by the way. <laughs> she is. Just go on record. <laughs> she is most definitely an extremely active 4chan user. The 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 smut the like smirk on her face <laughs> yeah. is pretty priceless. I mean, she's just like, oh well, I got it, you know. <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll just impersonate the prosecutor and get these charges <laughs> right. dropped too. Y'all think y'all are stopping me? <laughs> I'm never getting charged again. If it hadn't been for the exam medical examiner guy, I guess she would have gotten away with it. She didn't pay him off. Yeah, that's who you got to get to. Yeah, no, like hey, I, buddy, I'm giving you five hundred dollars. You just don't even do this, so, <laughs> right? Yeah, good for her. Well, anyway, moving on here. In other odd election news. Okay. And this was precious. Uh, did you see this? Trump team holds news conference. <coughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I just got to quit smoking. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Trump team holds news conference outside drab landscaping firm next to an adult bookstore. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. On Saturday morning, shortly before the AP and other news outlets called the election for Joe Biden, President Donald Trump took to Twitter to announce that his lawyers would be holding a big press conference in Philadelphia, but there seems to have been some major confusion about where it would be held. First, he tweeted that it would take place at the Four Seasons. Mm -hmm. Trump later corrected himself and said that the news conference was going to be held at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. All right. (laughs) Okay. And the Four Seasons Hotel sent out its own tweet, making sure everyone knew that the news conference would not be held there, but rather at the landscaping business that has no relation to the hotel. Sure. Yeah, Four Seasons is a good name for a landscaping company. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When journalists arrived at the site of the news conference, they were flabbergasted by the scene, and many quickly speculated that someone in the Trump campaign had made a serious mistake. After all, the parking lot of a landscaping business in the outskirts of the city in an industrial part of town was a drab backdrop for a news conference by a president who wanted to convince Americans that he still had a chance of winning. Making matters even stranger, the landscaping business was between an adult bookstore and a cremation center. Oh. The location led to lots of mockery online, and many people were very happy with the scene that was ripe for mockery. And some saw it as a poignant metaphor of the failure of the Trump campaign. But look at this picture, dude. That's pretty good. How does that happen? Well, here's what I think. I got two scenarios. Number one is they were like, we're going to have it down to Four Seasons Hotel. Mm -hmm. And then the Four Seasons Hotel is like, "Uh, we're booked, you know, so y'all can't do it here. Mm -hmm. And so then they had to scramble and find this Four Seasons landscaping place. Or they thought, but you could have just had like another. There has to be (laughs) a hotel in Philadelphia. Or they said, let's just say the Four Seasons, let all the journalists go over to the hotel (laughs) and we show up at this landscaping place and do it. But then Trump like corrected it. Yeah. Well, I figured he was like, let me go ahead and edit this tweet or whatever. hmm. So I don't look like an idiot. I don't know. They're on to us. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine for a second the scenario. Yeah. Like I'm the. I'm the the Trump aide, and I'm booking the press conference. All right, and I'm calling you up. You're the dude at the lawn at the landscaping business. I'm I, like, hey, John, this is uh, this is Tiny. I'm with the uh, Trump team. We want to call a press conference, and we want to use the parking lot at your fabulous landscaping business to to have the press conference. What are your rates for something like that? A million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you got to set your anchor point. You know, you don't just hang up and say, ha Yeah, I'm real glad funny. your first time you would. <laughs> no, man. Y'all done got me again. Which one of y'all is this? My first words probably would have been like, do what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do what? Now, what are y'all saying? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of wild. Yeah. It fits really perfectly in with the entire election season. It does. Yeah, it just does. To, just uh, to sum it all up, let's have a, a press conference in the parking lot of a landscaping company <laughs> next to an adult bookstore and a cremation facility. I mean, yeah. if I'm the dude that owns that landscaping uh, yeah. business, I'm just like, this is the best thing oh, yeah, that you has know. ever happened. Yeah, oh, yes. I would, I would be like. Hey, make sure y'all get my logo in the background. (laughs) I'm going to be hanging up pictures in the lobby. Yeah, I'm going to pull my zero-turn mower out here so everybody (laughs) knows I got one. And, yeah, that's it. And it it really, 
I can see how that could be good for both sides. Like Democrats come into your store and you're like, hey, this is the place where Trump yeah. was trying to hold on and say he won. Yeah. And then Republicans come in and you're like, hey, this is where Trump That's had his right. big press conference. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Trump man. <laughs> <laughs> Please spend your money. <laughs> Just let me, let me do your landscaping. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's going to pick up some business off of it. You got to yeah, think. Yeah. Well, good for him. Well, let's talk about uh, a subject that's near and dear to both of our hearts, and that's flat earth people. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> flat earth people are the best people, really. And we got a story out of British Columbia, Canada, seen a lot of Canadians talking about how they're better than us during this election season. <laughs> and uh, I just want to remind them, y'all ain't that different from us. There's just a line, an imaginary line drawn between both of us, okay? Uh, British Columbia COVID-19 conspiracy theorists is charged with breaking quarantine law. So Mark Parhar bragged in a speech to supporters about violating rules after the U.S. Flat Earth Conference. So he came on south for the Flat Earth Conference. Uh, he's a he's a notorious Metro Vancouver COVID-19 conspiracy theorist, and he is in custody for repeat, repeatedly breaking mandatory quarantine after returning from a Flat Earth Conference in the U.S. He's charged with three counts of breaking the con Canada Quarantine Act, according to court records, and made his first appearance in court on Tuesday. New Westminster Police say Parhar is being held at a regional corrections facility. He was arrested uh, back when I was 43 on November 2nd after being reminded of federal legislation requiring international travel travelers to self-isolate for 14 days and after being served a violation ticket. Sergeant Sanjay Kumar said Parhar refused to comply and continued leaving his residence. So he's like, hey, this whole thing's bogus. I'm, I got to go to the grocery store. I need toilet paper. <laughs> Didn't we Whatever. see that dude down at White Castle? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny movie, by the way. That's a really funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a movie I've seen, by the way. Uh, so the uh, Kumar, uh, after he got back from White Castle with Harold, uh, our priority is the safety of new Westminster residents, he said. Uh, this is something we take very seriously. So Parhar recently traveled to South Carolina for an event called Flattoberfest 2020. <laughs> Can you not come up with a better name? <laughs> <laughs> A gathering of conspiracy theorists who believe the Earth is flat. Uh, and then he made an appearance at a rally in front of the Vancouver Art Gallery on Sunday and bragged about breaking the quarantine uh, isolation period when he returned to Canada. He said, I'm not going to put myself in prison because I'm a free man with God-given rights. Now, he does have God-given rights. I would agree with that. Uh, Parhar said get to the gathering of a small gathering of COVID-19 conspiracy theorists. And the video is posted on YouTube. Once again, violating my law of not videotaping yourself, break the law, <laughs> you know? So this dude's in jail. Are, uh, are flat earth and COVID-19 conspiracies linked? I don't know. I, I, you know, when you get in the conspiracy world, because I dabble in the conspiracy <laughs> yes. world, it's all linked together. It's hard not to go just full. Yeah, I don't want to use. <laughs> I don't want to use Monica's word here. No, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no, it's I hard agree. to. It's hard to, you know, look down the well. Yeah, and keep from looking too long. Yeah. <laughs> into the no, abyss. That's true. It. They all become intertwined at some level. Yeah. Um. When you get, I mean. Georgia Guidestones can be tied to COVID-19 and everything. It's all there, mm -hmm. which is why, once again, I'm open to joining the Illuminati or Bohemian Grove. <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm rich enough or powerful enough to be in the Bilderbergs, but I, I could, I mean... If I need to submit an application, so somebody can, let me know. You can be in Republican Illuminati, but just not <laughs> Democrat <laughs> right. Illuminati yeah. yet. I just, I'll be in whichever one they'll let me in. Uh -huh. I want to know, you know? And I can, I, I will come back and report on why all of it is. Well, you intertwined. can't say that. Then they're not going to let you in. Oh no, they, you know, they got to be out in the open. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's why the Simpsons keep showing what's happening in the future. You know, because <laughs> oh, what's his name that did the Simpsons? Matt, Matt Groening. Yeah, he's in the Illuminati. Everybody knows okay. that. Yeah, huh. yeah. And they got to put all that stuff out as part of the rules. People know. Yeah, I thought other than uh, Super Bowl halftime shows, they tried to keep most of that on the download. <laughs> 
No, I the, thought that was that was their one time a year to come yeah, right. and tell everybody yeah, we're exactly. in control. But so we could start that here, and then they <laughs> we could go back to having pretty decent Super Bowl halftime shows, like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to do. Hmm. Which have they announced who's? I don't know when they announce who's doing the Super Bowl halftime show, but I don't know. I wonder what it'll be like this year, since football is kind of at twenty five percent capacity mm-hmm. and all that. You know, usually they have about as many people down on the field pretending to cheer and do choreographed dances <laughs> during the halftime show. So I don't know. I'm interested to see. Who would be a good pick for the, the 2020 Super Bowl? No, I guess technically the 2021, right? Yeah. Who, uh, who would, who would dead, be a good Dead good and Company pick? would be. Are you talking about get the crowd on their feet? <laughs> Let's play some Grateful Dead tunes here. What crowd, though? <laughs> the the 25,000 people that are there. Okay. Yeah, they'll let some people in. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, potentially we'll have a new president, and he'll – He'll unveil his plan that's going to fix all of the COVID-19 problems that we've ignored this whole time. So mm-hmm. I, I got my fingers crossed for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, moving on here, let's talk about a different uh, world leader for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vladimir Putin. Okay. He is... Uh, I'm glad his candidate won this time. There's been some reports coming out that he wants to retire. Yeah. For health reasons. Yeah, I've heard that. Potentially uh, Parkinson's. Yeah, which is something that I my heard. dad struggles with. Yeah, I know. But he's not retired yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's currently a law in Russia that you cannot prosecute the president for uh, anything he's done while he's in office. Yeah. So before he can retire, uh, the headline here is Russian lawmakers, they consider a bill that would give Putin lifelong immunity from prosecution. Okay. He's going to Guess he's got to get that through before sure. he can step down. Yeah, no, that'd be a huge one to get pushed through. <laughs> uh, Russian lawmakers submitted a draft bill that could grant former presidents lifelong immunity from criminal prosecution beyond their terms of office. State-run news agency TASS reported on Thursday. Such a bill would give current president Vladimir Putin protection from prosecution if and when he decides to leave office. Under current Russian law, presidents cannot be prosecuted for crimes committed while in office. The proposed change seeks to extend the immunity beyond their terms of office so it would apply to offenses committed in the president's lifetime. It was submitted by a parliamentary group that assessed Putin's controversial constitutional amendments earlier this year. After the expiration of his term of office, such person has the right to count on the level of protection and legal guarantees that is not lower than those provided to him while he exercised presidential power. Senator Andrew Kishas said group's co-chair, which submitted the bill, told TASS. This order acts as a guarantee against unjustified prosecution of the former head of state and recognizes the importance of his role in the general system of public authority. The legislation has to go through three readings in the lower house of the Russian parliament, a review in the upper house, and then be signed by Putin to come into force. Hmm. So... You think he'll sign it? Oh, I think <laughs> I he think probably so. would. Yeah. No, I can't blame him, really. Yeah. Um, I've heard Trump's trying to get the same law passed here. I don't know. It's kind of wild. <laughs> kind of wild. Yeah. So good for them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm not up on Putin like I should be, mm-hmm. so I don't know what all he's done that's against the law. Well, I know he dabbled in the 2016 had nothing to do with this year, <laughs> right? Potentially, I've heard that uh, there were foreign interference in this election, too. I was told before the election happened there was going to be foreign interference. Right. I hadn't heard a whole lot out of it since the election has ended. Mm-hmm. So maybe we shut that down because you know how on top of stuff we are here in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I hate if he really has Parkinson's that he has it, but uh, I don't know about passing a law that you can't prosecute the president once he's out of office. So. That's just hilarious that you have a job where you can basically, I guess, do whatever you want to do yeah. and suffer no consequences. And then you want to retire, but you're like, ooh, yeah. I can't retire no. yet. Yeah. There will be some people trying to sue me. And I've amassed uh, quite a bit of wealth in my political office. Mm-hmm. Which is seems to be an American pastime too for oh, yeah. politicians to get super rich while Shout they're in out office. Shout out to Hunter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> everything <laughs> he made with Barisma. <laughs> yeah. Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
All that Hunter Biden stuff came out. Everybody's like, well, this is going to be the end of it. You know, I think most America was like, me was like, dude, man, I, I'd like to hang out with him. You know? yeah. I think he's got it pretty much figured out. <laughs> Let me go serve on the board, all this, give a little bit of money to my dad, and then uh, I do whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good for Hunter. Well, let's stay in Russia. Okay. Okay. And let's talk about Vladimir Margugov. Mar- Marugov. Vladimir Marugov. You John, know who- are you speaking the black tongue again? <laughs> Do you know who Vladimir Marugov is? He's a uh, Lord of the Rings dude, right? Nope. He's the Sausage King. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird as <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Sausage King? You're sure this isn't Lord of the Rings, right? No, uh, but it is what Deidre calls me to. Uh, <laughs> is, he was killed in a sauna with a crossbow. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Vladimir Morogov uh, and his partner went in a, were in an outdoor sauna cabin when they were attacked reportedly by two masked assailants. The mm. woman managed to escape through the window and call police. Detectives found the body of Mr. Morogov, who owned some of Russia's largest meat processing plants in the sauna with a crossbow next to it. Police have detained a male suspect in connection with the murder. The suspect has not been named yet. Okay. The attack happened at Mr. Marogov's countryside estate, at about, which is about 25 miles outside of the capital of Moscow, early Monday morning. And Russia's investigative committee, which is similar to the FBI, if you didn't know, uh, said that uh, said that they detained the guy uh, for questioning. He's a person of interest. It did not name the man, but local media identified him as Mr. Morgov, the owner of Ozarsky and Meat Empire Sausage Factories, which hence the nickname, the Sausage King. Right. The intruders demanded cash from Mr. Morgov before fleeing in a car. Um, the getaway car was later recovered on the outskirts of the town, uh, Istra, outside of Mar- Moscow. His son, Mr. Morgov's son, Alexander, died in a motorcycle accident in Moscow last year. Mm. And that's how the article ends. So, so he went from Sausage King to Corn Dog King. I mean, he went to, he's he's deader than a wedge, is what they say. Which, I hate, hate that. Do they, is there any kind of uh, motive? Do they know why? There's Other than saying they demanded money, that's all they could say. That's all the article says, at least hmm. that I've heard. So like he busted into the sauna and said, hey, give me money? Yeah. He's, I, he probably don't have his wallet on him in the sauna, right? I guess not. With his female friend in there with him. Well, uh, I heard that the people who killed him were connected to Koneka Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and they're coming for the throne. Okay. They said they're the Sausage King. Okay. But if you, that's a little inside joke. If you're probably out of the South, you don't know what Koneka Sausage is. But it is the best sausage in the world. Right. Yeah. I know there's probably some Jimmy Dean fans out there, some <laughs> traditionalists, Jimmy Dean sausage people, but I ain't got nothing on Koneka. Koneka sausage is great. I Tennessee like it. Tennessee Pride's pretty good. Tennessee Pride's all right, but it ain't. They had a really great jingle back in the day. They did, yeah. <laughs> they, they're not better than Koneka sausages. To me, I mean, I don't know, but I have been known as the sausage king. So, <laughs> you know, take that for what it's worth. You know what's great on sausage? What's great? World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Nice. Is it time for the ad read? It is. <laughs> okay. I was getting ready to read my next article, and then I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's, that's extra. Well, we want to thank Cajun Curl for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on CajunCurl.com. If you didn't know, it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Butter Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, sausage, and anything else you can think of putting it on. If you're having an event or you're just cooking for your family, sprinkle some Cajun Curl Spice on everything, and it's going to make everybody happier. It's going to make everything taste better, and it's going to make you the king of the world. You'll be your very own sausage king for (laughs) once. And let me tell you, life as a sausage king is pretty good. Uh, on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blend of Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. 
you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl, Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowell's Fresh Market, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Larley Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, what do you say we uh, dive into that old noggin of yours and try to learn some knowledge? Let's okay. ask you some questions. Oh, we have some questions we coming did. in. All right. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. The audience came through because, you know, we had a couple last time, but we didn't have many, so we just skipped it. We've got sent, we've got since a lot of questions. Now, so. let's explain to everybody that if you join our Discord, mm-hmm. which there's a link in the show notes, then you are able to ask me questions at your leisure. There's a new link, by the way, because oh, okay. I was informed by a listener last week that that link had expired for some reason. Ah. Even though I thought I checked the little box that says never let this link expire. Okay. But there'll be a new one this week, so. All right. Anyway, yes, you go to the channel, ask John questions about stuff, and you can ask John questions, and he will answer them 100% accurately. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Truthfully, at least. <laughs> yes. Jacqueline asked, why did my husband eat one of my bagels? Because he was hungry. Okay. Yeah. Simple as that. What's mine is yours and yours is mine is how it works at my house. Right? <laughs> I was about to say, in my house, it's what's yours is mine and what's mine is ours. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole asked, my friend wants to know, how should I let my crush know I'm into him without seeming desperate? Ooh. Okay. Well, first of all, Nicole, you could just tell me directly. It's fine. Just you know, shoot me a message. That's okay. Um, but I would tell your friend to just, just you got to come out. Your friend in, in air quotes here. I would tell your friend. <laughs> you just, you just got to come out and say it. Like people are so afraid of getting told no for mm-hmm. some reason or being rejected. I, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I haven't had enough rejection in my life or what. Maybe I'm too. Stupid to know, uh, yeah. to even notice rejection. But it's okay to be vulnerable, and it's okay to have your feelings hurt every once in a mm-hmm. while. It's not going to kill you. It's only going to make you better going forward. So just tell your friend to just come out. And if she's a girl and she's got a guy crush, the worst a guy's going to do is tell her no. The best right. he's going to do is be into her. And if mm-hmm. he tells her no, guys are stupid. She could find another crush like in a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Also, and this is a lot easier said than done, but if you get told no, you can always just ask again. Yeah. Right. If you ask a hundred times and it's no every time but one. Right. Hey, that one time is all that matters, right? Well, as a salesperson, you don't really start selling anything, which if you're in the dating game, you're you're selling yourself all the time. Right. That, not to be confused with prostitution, <laughs> but you're selling yourself and your merits to another person all the time. But a salesperson doesn't actually start start, start selling it until they're told no. Mm-hmm. You know, that's if up until that point, you're just taking orders. All right. Next question. How often can you get a coffee enema before there are negative side effects? <laughs> okay. You want to let that thing cool down a little bit first. Uh, I'd say once a week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dio Rocks asks, what's the best hiking trip that you have ever taken? Mm, that's a tough one. Best as far as like scenery and everything would probably be in South Dakota. In the Black Hills. We, mm-hmm. we went through the Badlands, too. But uh, most fun would probably be, I went one time to the Adirondack, Adirondacks in uh, New York with a friend, and we had a blast. I mean, okay. we hiked in the snow, which is not a lot of what Alabama guys do. No. And we were ter- terribly unprepared for the snow. and But we had a blast, a lot of fun. What about the most enlightening? hiking trip you've ever taken <laughs> the one in south dakota was pretty enlightening <laughs> okay. too. yeah yeah gotcha 
Hendrick 26 asks, will Tennessee football ever become relevant again? <laughs> I would say yes. I think so. I think Tennessee. Right after Trump wins the selection. <laughs> no, I think that Tennessee will become relevant, relevant again when Nick Saban stops coaching at Alabama. Okay. Nathan asks, how do bodies get cleaned up after a war? All right. Well, there's a few different ways. Now, I think we normally police our own, mm-hmm. right? I think traditionally there would be what we would probably refer to as like the Red Cross today or people in the community who would come out and clean up the bodies. Now, that's probably for more U.S. and European troops. I think like if Russia was in a war, they would just leave them there. Right. You know? Yeah. And they wouldn't even care. You'd just decompose. Leave them to the elements. Yeah, right. Natural burial. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) VW Buggin asks, why are stormtroopers so bad at shooting things? Okay, well, as a big Star Trek fan, I would say (laughs) it's because they have those masks on. That limits their field of vision, right? Right. And there's tinted windows, too, which makes it even worse because they're inside most of the time. And they're in space. Yeah, and they're in space. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I would think the mask is is the worst thing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Why does quicksand seem to work so slow? Uh, I don't know. I've I would say because it is it is it's not a solid. It's not a liquid. What's that called? When it's not a solid, it's not a liquid. It's not a gas. It's like in between solid and liquid state. Uh, plasma. No, <laughs> there's a technical name for it. I can't remember what it's it a is. Viscous substance. Yes, and yes. So yeah. not only is it making it harder for you to get out, but there's still resistance against the gravity that's pulling you mm-hmm. down. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but I thought the reason quicksand works so slow was so that the network would have enough time to run the commercials <laughs> before you come back from commercial break. Yeah, I don't have is is there really quicksand in the world? You know, is that a, really a thing, or were we just do <laughs> to think that? that just a pitfall? Yeah, right. Yeah, on the uh, Atari back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that I mean I know that uh, I've been out. In the woods when I was a kid and got stuck in mud. Sure, me that too. Took forever, right? Yeah, and then no, I had maybe to, lost a shoe yeah, or two. Just, yeah, just yeah. lost my shoe. No, I know. I've been there too. <laughs> so, but as far as like people running around and then getting trapped in quicksand and like, yeah, they die. I don't know. Well, let's say like I go to the jungles of Bolivia, <laughs> yes. uh, or is my guide down there going to be like, watch out for that over there? It's quicksand. Uh-huh. You know, like if you get in that. You're a goner. Or you're yeah. talking to your buddy and you turn away and then you turn around just for a second and you just see his hat. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know if quicksand is a real thing. If only there was a way we could find that out. <laughs> instantly. Yeah, instantly. We, we, we might never know time. All right. And we're going to ask one last question. Sanchin asks, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought about Carmen San Diego in a while. <laughs> Carmen San Diego is in San Diego, little known fact. <laughs> right under our noses this whole time. Gotcha. Yeah. She travels across the border to Tijuana, catches a donkey show, and then comes back. <laughs> That's pretty much what she's doing nowadays. Much like bin Laden, our government knows where she is. They're just keeping tabs on her until the right time. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that has been uh, asking John questions about Great. stuff. If Great. you would, If you have any of your own questions, like we said at the beginning of this, you can go to our Discord. Ask John questions about stuff channel and ask your own. Yep. Uh, we don't have any voicemails this week. Do we, we have any reviews? We got a review. Nice. We got a review. It comes from Erica, and I'm going to butcher this last name because I'm not sure how to pronounce it, so I just want to preemptively apologize to Nicole. Erica Pro- Procopio. Okay. Okay. It's a five-star review. It came in on Monday, and the title is Definitely a Podcast. And then it reads, this is definitely a podcast my sister made me listen to. Thank you, Nicole. (laughs) And thank you, Erica. (laughs) Yes. Erica, you have a wonderful sister. Yes. Yes. Who is uh, not only intelligent, but beautiful. And And has excellent taste. And excellent taste in podcasts done by two guys in a church closet. Yes. Yes. John, I don't know about you, but I would like to thank our patrons. Yeah. And I want to encourage patrons to do people to sign up. Right? Well, he's got the yes. contest going. Yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about the, the contest. Uh, for the month of November, mm-hmm. if you become a patron, that's right. you, too, will be entered into a drawing at the end of the month for a $100 Crocs shopping spree. Right. And, you know, I learned on um, on Facebook yesterday that the theme of the upcoming Civil War is going to be Crocs and Glocks. 
So, <laughs> so you want to get your your Crocs, yep. and your Glocks, and your Glocks before January is it twenty twenty something? Yeah. yeah, like we would know, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I would know when all that's supposed to take place. But I tell you what, if you join our Patreon, that mm-hmm. is patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. Yeah. And sign up at the five, ten, or fifteen dollar level. You will be entered into a drawing for a hundred dollars of yeah. Crocs products. If you win, that's a hundred dollars you will have saved to spend on Glocks, <laughs> yes. you know, firearms or ammo. So, <laughs> you're going to need it. Yeah, you're going to need it. As apparently we're falling apart down here. <laughs> if you sign up at the five dollar level, not only will you get your name entered once into this drawing, but you will get an extended show every single week. And once a month, I'm thinking probably next week will be our our November show, you get an all-exclusive patrons-only episode. That is a deal. That's a huge deal. And like I say, if you sign up at the $10 level, you get two entries. If you sign up at the $15, you get three entries. That's right. So that is patreon.com slash earthoddity. But at the the moment, I would like to specifically thank, by name though, those who who support us at the 10 or above tier. And they are Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. Daniel Hedrick. Mr. James White, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Thomas Williams, the Dapper Man, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Chris Tipton, Ms. Jacqueline B., and Michael W., a.k.a. McWill. McWill. Thank you all so much. We uh, we could, cannot thank you enough, honestly, for supporting what we do here at, at Earth Oddity. Yeah. Oddity HQ. Yeah. Supporting the Earth Oddity mission, yes. right, our podcast mission, <laughs> which is to laugh in the face of the world burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really, who cares? So, wor- worst case scenario, we all die, right? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, that's what's the worst that could happen. <laughs> well, like I said, I think in the Discord, like once you realize that, uh, you know, God's providence is going to do whatever it wants to anyway, mm-hmm. his life looks a whole lot different. Like, you don't get too worried about who the president is and who is not. Right. One of the things that bothers me about my Christian brothers and sisters, especially here in the Southern Baptist <laughs> Association, <laughs> is we like to talk about how God's will and God's providence and his, he's omniscient and omnipresent and everything. But then we really, really freak out about who the president's going to be. <laughs> For you some know? reason. Yeah, right. And we don't even care about the Senate or the House, which <laughs> is really yeah, what you need. Like, yeah. like we don't we elect presidents, not emperors. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> they can't just do, they can do a lot through executive action. Yeah, they can. And it's funny because uh, whoever's in power, they they do executive orders, and then the party that's not in power complains about it. That's right. But then they're on board as soon as they're got. Oh, in. yeah, executive orders are A-OK <laughs> when we get in. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, if you're looking for a place that doesn't have hypocrisy, uh, <laughs> politics is not the place to look because no. it is rampant. Yeah, people won't come to church because they say that's where all the hypocrites are, but they'll. <laughs> no, it is Washington, D.C., <laughs> my friend. Yeah, but, buddy, they'll support a political candidate in a heartbeat and they don't even care about it. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild when you think about it. Yeah. Oh, man. So, anyways, everybody be cool, right? Let's, yes. I, like I posted i think it was in 2012 and i shared it again the other day i just want to remind everybody to chill mm-hmm. out okay like everything's gonna be all right we're gonna be all right i never did i wanted to sit down and come up with a list like a top 10 re- list for all my conservative friends like good reasons about biden getting yeah. elected well the military industrial complex is coming back <laughs> yes. you know uh, i can't <laughs> wait to get entangled in another like three decade long <laughs> war in the middle east because yeah. we cut back domestic oil production and we need to secure it somewhere else in the world and uh hunter biden oh he's, yeah he's gonna be good for him yeah gonna be great for hunter <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to finally finding out what biden's strategy to mobilize uh i'll need an effective strategy to mobilize True and international over to pressure. <laughs> Look forward to finding out what that means. You know, one of the best things about W when he was president was just all the stuff he would say. You know, <laughs> yes. we're going to get that again. It's <laughs> yes. great for the like six, eight months they let, let Biden be president before he has to step down. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually wanted to ask you about that. Now that, that Biden has been elected, like once he's sworn in. Do you think the media will continue to cover for him and like fact check oh. when he speaks gibberish and say that's not what he was actually saying? No, it, or do you think they'll turn on him and say we got to get him out of office so our yeah. girl Kamala can? Get no, in there? yeah, they they're they're gonna turn on him. Now it won't be like they're turning on him like they 
like they turned on Trump or no, whatever. No, no, yeah. no, no, You know, everybody loved Trump in the primaries because they thought the Democrats were going to beat him. Mm-hmm. And he got all kind of free airtime <laughs> and everything. And then, and then they were like, uh-oh, we messed up. <laughs> People actually like this guy. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they do because I live in a little bubble and I don't even talk to anybody outside this bubble. But people like this guy and he's going to win. We got to tear him down. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what happened with Trump. But yeah, they'll do it. It'll be much softer. It'll be much more concern, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, President Biden's health and mm-hmm. everything. And then he'll end up having to to uh, step down. He'll he'll have a, a quote unquote stroke, end up in Walter Reed and resigning. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, I already know. I mean, I'm not in the Illuminati, but I already know. Well, yeah. I certainly hope that's not the case because he's fun to listen to. He is. I mean, I think he's uh, he's going to be a. Uh, He's going to be very entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And which is all I really want is to <laughs> right. laugh any, at everybody. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you think you got my political beliefs nailed down, do, uh, anybody, y'all are wrong because I just want to <laughs> laugh at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, uh, I guess that'll about do it for the free show. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we got coming up in the Patreon extension? Well, got a guy who was, uh, he went on a test drive, okay. so to speak. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Unauthorized test drive. <laughs> I've got a, a no, I have an authorized test drive okay. of sorts. Yeah. That we're going to talk about that involves uh, kidneys oh. and transplants. Okay. And Lamborghinis. Oh, wow. So that's exciting. Nice. Yeah. It's basically uh, that movie. What was that? Jason Statham movie where he uh, he had to keep moving or he was going to die. Transporter? That's no. the only one I know. <laughs> it was Transporter 2, Electric Boogaloo. It was something like. Golly, it's going to kill me. Mm. Well, I can't look it up on the internet. <laughs> internet. We're doing this this show from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> on a 56K mode. That's right. We dialed it in. Dialed up. <laughs> well, look, everybody stand back and stand by while we wait on the election <laughs> results to come in. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're on them all. And we are. Except Pandora. Yeah, because they're mean. (laughs) Uh, If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Got some excellent show art. Yeah, went up a little late this week. Sometimes I, that sometimes I send to John. <laughs> it went up a little late this week. That's all I can say. We got to keep them guessing, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. But the best way to get in touch with us would be our Discord. That's right. Link in the show notes. Yep. Check it out and join up. Got we a couple are, of new joiners this week. We did. We also have a phone number. What's That's that right. Number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week, no matter who you voted for. Yep. To hang in there. That's right. We're going to be fine. That's right. Yeah, it's gonna. It's not that big a deal, it's guys. It's not that big a We're deal. We're going to be okay. Enjoy okay. that $5 a gallon gas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Earth Oddity signing off. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.